Let's get started on another episode of One of Everything. We got a great show ahead of us today. Uh, touching a lot of new segments, starting off with a little bit of Hot and Bothered. Yeah, Hot and Bothered. We're going to get some into some baseball news, some basketball news. Uh, and then even touching on a little bit on some exciting N- XFL. I almost said NFL. XFL news. RIP NFL. Yeah. Uh, we got, and we're hopping right into random find of the weeks some random stuff we're finding on twitter instagram stuff that's making us laugh and all of that can be found also on our social media post uh go check them out for our random finds of the week uh we have an oscars recap the oscars is tonight uh it just ended a little while ago uh we talk a little bit about some of the big awards and best picture um we clearly don't know shit about the oscars but we gave it our best shot and finally you asked for it you got it back we got another round of single versus taken and you know what Let's get right into it. We are back at it. Week two, episode two, one of everything. Sonny, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. I am ready for another great episode. I don't know about you. I was really proud of last week. I was. Um, we learned a lot from the feedback you guys gave us. It was super awesome, and um, we're going to move forward. Uh, every episode, we're going to be yep. improving. Yep. Looking forward to it. So right now, uh, we are going to hop straight into why... We didn't really get into any intros. We kind of pushed that Super Bowl episode. Uh, just reason being. Got super excited. Super excited for one. Two, we just wanted to put out some content for you guys. Uh, super hot with the the Super Bowl. We just want to put that out to you. But quick little introduction about ourselves. So uh, at least coming from me, uh, I, I am Damien. If you do not know who I am, most of you should. Um, I am going to be... Well, a little background about me. I do have a little bit of a sports marketing uh, background. Uh, doing a little sports marketing in college. Uh I currently work for a sports marketing company, pretty big one too, uh, and I'm going to be your baseball guy. I love talking baseball. I'm going to be talking football with you guys, uh, a lot of movie quotes, talking a lot of movies, film, and Sonny, what about you, man? So I am Sonny, the other uh, host of One of Everything. Um, I am your resident college football guy, also NBA, also obscure sports um, when they occur. Um, I'm definitely uh, have my background in football and college football because of my time at USC. I worked with the athletic department there, particularly with the football team in their video department. And so I spent two years uh, working with nothing but football films. So I feel like I somewhat know what I'm talking about, but um, you can still take it with a grain of salt if you'd like. But yeah, I know my passion lies in college sports and basketball, and I'm super excited to kind of just get going and share everything I know. We also have a special guest. We're going to have a lot of producers on our show, but right now we have producer Michael, Sonny's Brothers. Uh, you want to say what's up, Michael? Come Going closer to, come to the mic. Come right here, mijo. What's up, you guys? How you doing? Coming live from the Wuhan province. <laughs> <laughs> Too All right. soon. Too <laughs> soon. Okay. All right. He's not going to be speaking much today. Yeah, I think he might have lost his mic privileges. Privileges. But Just, yeah, man, uh, pretty much. Yeah, you're, you're done talking. I'm not letting you talk anymore. But yeah, we, we are also sensitive to the coronavirus in the Wuhan province. Yeah. <laughs> but pretty much, uh, this is just going to be a one-on-one conversation. So it's going to be not just me and Sonny, but you guys, the listeners. So the reason we're doing this is because we've been best friends since about 2007. We met each other in high school. 
And pretty much what this podcast is, is our normal conversation between him and I. We talk sports, we talk random movie quotes, and we talk life. And we just wanted to share some of our thoughts, some of our feelings with some of you guys, make you guys laugh. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, we've been, I feel like the way we're talking to you guys now is the same way we've been talking to each other since like 2007. Um, we just kind of decided, hey, let's put microphones in front of us this time and kind of record it and see what comes out and uh, kind of share it with you guys. So sometimes we may get a little off topic or seem like what the hell are these guys talking about, but that's just us. And we're excited, uh, excited to share who we are and what the hell we talk about all the time. That's just us being completely natural in our habitat. Uh, but yeah, uh, and also quick little plug in, uh, big update since our last recording last week. Yep. We have created two social media accounts. So we are officially on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at the number one OE podcast. So it's the number one OE podcast. And if you want to pl- follow us on our personal accounts, uh, follow me at D triple E's D E E E underscore 84. Uh, same, same, uh, same accounts on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, and for myself, uh, my Twitter and Instagram handles are at Sunny underscore Alvarez. Um, follow me on there. I'd love to chit chat with you guys and you know, kind of shoot the shit and see what's going on. Yeah, we're we're gonna be on our social medias talking about whatever's hot, whatever's bothering us. And speaking of that, we're gonna hop right into our first segment, uh, hot and bothered. Pretty much, we're gonna talk about whatever in the past week, what's hot, whether it be temperature, uh, whether it's in the Twitter world, social media, in life, what's what's really hot right now. And then we're going to talk about what's bothering us. Pretty straightforward. Sonny, you want to kick us off? Yeah, what's hot is, um, so we're actually recording this on the night of the Oscars. They're still currently uh, going on right now. So I will just say the Oscars are hot. I'm not going to get into it because we're going to talk a little bit about it later. So hot right now. But the Oscars are hot. Uh, What really bothers me from this past week was uh, Russell Wilson's haircut. It is so weird. I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of confused. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I really don't know what the hell he's going for. Um, he's kind of got the Uncle Jesse flow going on, which is cool. Not knocking John Stamos or the Uncle Jesse look. It just looks extremely weird on uh, Russell Wilson in particular. I don't know what he's doing. You know what I think it is? I think I think now that Andrew Luck just up and retired, I think he just had to step up as the you know the NFL resident dorky guy. The, and he's definitely the dorky guy in the NFL right now. Yeah, it was Peyton Manning then, mm-hmm. or and then I. I wouldn't even call Eli a dorky guy because he's just naturally weird. He's just a weirdo. He's like kind of goofy naturally. So it was Peyton Manning, then Andrew Luck, and definitely now Russell Wilson claims that throne. Yeah, he's definitely a doofus, but I mean, he is very good at what he does. True, true. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. Um, So what's your hot and bothered? Right now, so hot right now, kind of opposite of the Oscars. Uh, Adam Sandler just won an Independent Film Award. He kind of took a break from making all those grown-up movies uh, and his stupid Netflix movies. And now yeah, he's he's over here. At all. He's over here getting awards for Uncut Gems. So good for him. Uh, my bothered right now, the sneakers app. Uh, I went 0 for three this weekend in a matter of two days between the SB Plums. Wait, wait, the, wait! Before you talk about the shoe specifically, can you just tell people that maybe who aren't familiar what the sneakers app is? Yeah, if you are not really into the shoe game, uh, the sneakers app is pretty pretty much. Uh, I'm not gonna say the company because I'm not gonna talk smack about this company. I will talk smack about the app though. Um, so pretty much, it's just the web this website where when the day these shoes launch, you go on this website, you log in right at seven, and you try to be the first one to, to snag these shoes. And pretty much, I woke up at six six fifty five, ready to pick up these shoes. Come seven o'clock, did not get these shoes. Uh, kind of kind of win 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 though, because either you get the shoe or you get the satisfaction of knowing you did not just drop. Two hundred, three hundred dollars on a pair of shoes. So I mean, yin yang for me. So I mean, yeah, didn't didn't get the shoes, but my credit card is happy. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, and then also for our Hot and Bothered segment right now, I have my brother, as I previously mentioned here, and he also has his own Hot and Bothered. Uh, Michael, what's hot and what, I, what I will you? just say, before you get into this, remember that you're you are on the verge of losing your microphone privileges, so make yeah, it you count. you start off very hot talking about Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, you guys? Well, coming from the perspective of, uh, you know, like one of your guys' uh, inaugural Uwees. Thank you. Appreciate um, you, man. No problem. Yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about like Valentine's Day, something that's big, a val- uh, holiday season coming up. With Valentine's Day being such a big thing between like couples, um, I'm just kind of figuring out, hot and bothered, one and the same, um, is it such a big deal that women should be celebrated on Valentine's Day and the men aren't as included? I feel like it's so focused on women. I hate that and, so hard. You know yes, as, as a very as somebody who is very single, I hate that very hard. And someone who's in a relationship, I also hate it because what the hell? I'm just saying, you know, yeah, it's a day to be celebrated for sure. But it's, you know, I don't know. I feel it's men should be celebrated equally as the women. It, it is 2020 after all. Well, let, let me ask you a question. How do you want to be celebrated? If if if, if your girl asks you right now, how do you want to be celebrated? And I'm very interested with your answer. Be completely honest. Go ahead. Well, to be quite honest, to quote uh, the great Kevin Malone, I want to be wine, <laughs> dined, and 69'd. I like it. I, I don't like know it. how I knew that was coming, but thank you for that. Thank you for sharing, Michael. Yeah, I appreciate you. So um, so as uh, Leva previously mentioned, we'll have different guests from time to time. They'll be our honorary producers of that day. We just so happen to be recording from my brother's room. So we're glad he's able to join us today. Thank you, producer, brother Michael. Yes, appreciate it, guys. But um, oh, one one thing before we move on, I I was wanted to point out. You heard my brother mention an ooey. So one of everything is you know you can either do the number one or if you spell it out is O O E for short. So ooeys are our fans, our loyal listeners. We will be referring to you guys as our ooeys. Also, shout out to Mr. Poopy Butthole. If you're not familiar with Mr. Poopy Butthole and his works, he is from the cartoon Rick and Morty. Um, and he is his famous tagline is ooey. So he's also a big part of this podcast. All right, so let's just hop into the very next segment. Um, if you guys want to skip the sports segments, uh, this is about the time you're gonna start fast forwarding right now. But, right but now, if you fast forward, then what the hell, bro? Yeah. Or girl? Yeah, yeah. We got some like honestly, I would say you know what? Listen to this segment and then impress your coworker or someone you're going on a date with, and be like, hey, let me drop a little knowledge on them. So if you're not super into sports and not listening to us for that particular reason. Just maybe give it a listen, and you might impress yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I got an idea. So if you're like, you're, let's say you're somebody who's not super into sports, listen to the sports segments, and then like su- surprise your significant other. Or, impress or like, the hell out of somebody. Yeah, and just be like, you know what? Them, them one of everything, boys. They said probably, well, hopefully said some smart shit about sports. Let me surprise the shit out of somebody and drop some knowledge. And then like spin zone. Uh, I mean, you could drop any of this knowledge. You could drop our movie quotes, any of our, our movie knowledge, any of our life advice. Go ahead and just drop that shit on somebody. Surprise somebody this week. That's gonna Do be it. that's gonna be my challenge for you. So yeah. right before we get into sports, challenge somebody this week. Challenge yourself. So right now we're gonna get right into uh, big news, especially if you're a baseball fan. Uh, Mookie Betts trade. So as of today, right now, this shit is going down. Uh, we're kind of unsure at the beginning of the we're week. We're in limbo this. for how long? Since last Tuesday when it was first reported, correct? Yeah, I mean, it, it felt like like the Super Bowl. It felt like ages ago. Um, yeah, so it initially dropped that uh, there was going to be a three-way trade between the Dodgers, the Red Sox, and the Twins. So the Dodgers were going to send uh, Alex Verdugo. Uh, Alex Verdugo to the Red Sox. Kenta Maeda to the Twins. Uh, the Twins were going to send the Red Sox. Uh, let me. I don't want to butcher this dude's name. His name is... 
Brewster Gratterall. Brewster Gratterall. It sounds like a kind of sounds like a medicine. Uh, and then the Dodgers were gonna get the pri- the crown jewels. They were gonna get Mookie Betts and uh, a- former AL Cy Young Award winner David Price. Uh, but unfortunately, Red Sox did not do their fucking homework and uh, totally dropped the ball on their their research on Gratterall. Did not know that he had some shoulder issues, and that w- that is why, even though he's throwing 100 miles per hour, he was strictly limited to relief duty. Whereas the Red Sox thought, oh, we're gonna make this guy a starter, but in typical Red Sox fashion, how they're completely fucking up their organization. Did not know that. So that kind of put this trade in limbo. And then finally today, they got his... There's a little bit of different trade, but in the end, if you're a Dodger fan, I think you're going to like it. So in the end, Dodgers did receive Mookie Betts, David Price. Uh, they ended up getting uh, Brewster Gratterall. Uh, so he's going to be added into the bullpen. Excited to see that, uh, that cheddar coming out of the bullpen. Uh, they got outfielder Luke Rayleigh. From the Twins as well as the 67th pick in 2020. Red Sox will get Alex Verdugo, outfielder. They get now uh, shortstop Jeter Downs from the Dodgers. So he was in, I believe he was in... Rancho, right? Yeah, he was in Rancho right now doing solid too. Uh, And catcher Connor Wong, who was also in uh, low A, high A. Uh, Twins are getting Kenta Maeda. uh, Still looking at a minor leaguer from the Dodgers and they're also uh, receiving cash. But I mean, it's been a crazy week, man. I know I know you've been pretty busy, and then you find, you're getting back home from Mammoth this weekend. Yeah, yeah. but but I mean, yeah, it's a lot going well, on. One thing, uh, aren't the are the Red Sox still picking up half of David Price's? Yeah, that's uh, that's contract? what I left off. So they're actually picking up half, and it's uh, ninety six million, right? Yeah, so it's uh, I believe it's ninety six million. So that has to get approved by uh, the producer M- Michael. Quick, what, do the math. What's half of ninety six million? No, what's two of ninety six million? No, is that well I, half? They're paying for half. Oh yeah, so that's well, half of ninety six million. That's forty eight, right? Uh, forty. There, okay, well, there you have it. Yeah. 48 million, according to our producer. But yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big chunk. So that's got to get uh, approved by the commissioner. Um, but I, I mean, that's a big deal, man. So, I mean, you could look at it. I think the Dodgers got significantly better, didn't lose a, a lot of big pieces. Uh, sad to see Alex Verdugo go. But to be completely honest, um, I'm not going to miss Volver. Volver. Uh, I love Vicente, but you know, Verdugo, best of luck in. Uh, in Boston, Jeter Downs, he was the number five ranked prospect for the Dodgers. Uh, but you know what? We got we got uh, Corey Seager at short. You also got Gavin Lux, who might eventually fill in that role. So expendable. Connor Wong, no way he was going to move up through the system with Will Smith, uh, Austin Barnes, and Kbert Ruiz. Um, Dodgers got better, man. And I'm still I'm kind of confused. I don't know if you really want to hop into this, Sonny. Uh, Red Sox did not get better at all. I don't know if you got anything to say on that. Um well, I to make it blatantly obvious, I am not the big baseball guy, but I definitely uh feel like I appreciate everything that's going on and I appreciate my co-host D's knowledge on the on the whole topic. But yeah, just from an outside perspective, I I see how the Dodgers kind of cashed in. Um I I saw I I really liked what I saw from Verdugo this past season as a rookie, but definitely, you know, I'm not sad that he's gone. Uh, one, you know, just in terms of time, he wasn't here long enough for me to feel that emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, like you said, the Dodgers got better. And I feel like after these last couple seasons of first coming up back to back World Series, uh, short in the World Series, obviously, uh, we're not even going to get into that. But yeah, let's not. Yeah. But I mean, just coming up back to back years short and then, you know, this first round exit uh, this year. So it's like, you know, you got to keep getting better. And I feel like this trade helps the Dodgers get better. Yeah, definitely got better. And I mean, Verdugo to get he was dealing with a lot of back problems so young. That's never a good sign. 
Um, so, I mean, definitely expendable. Let's get some value out of him right now. Uh, quick little fun fact, though. Um, do you know where G uh, the Dodgers got Jeter Downs from? Like, where he's from? Or uh, where they picked him they, up? Yeah, they traded. They actually traded for him. Do you know where they traded him from and when? Uh, no one no. So, last year, he was actually part of the trade with the Cincinnati Reds that sent uh, Yasiel Puig, Kyle Farmer, Matt Kemp, and Alex Wood okay. to the Reds. And it's funny because now they're using him to get Mookie Betts. Not only that, they got Alex Wood back this offseason. So, kind of crazy. So, I mean, Dodgers front office, uh, Andrew Friedman is out here playing chess. Everybody else is playing checkers. So, yeah. that was awesome. And also kind of weird, kind of, you know, minor story compared to all that great stuff. Uh, the trade with the Angels uh, did fall through today. So, I mean, good for Jock Peterson for now. Do do love seeing Jock uh, as a big Dodger fan, but kind of sucks to be Jock right now. Like, I, I don't know how – put yourself in Jock's shoes. How would you feel right now knowing that you were on the verge of getting traded, going down the five? No, yeah, just like with any team uh, or just any player in general, any sport, obviously, if you hear you're getting traded in the media and, you know, you kind of know where you're going, but then to be told a few days later after, you know, you, you know you've had a few days to sit on it, Actually, sorry, that's not happening. That's not where you'll be going. Um, so we're going to keep you in limbo. I think that's a shitty situation. But you know what? Um, I feel for the players, but I also feel like there's not much you can do. I know these reporters are just trying to, you know, be the first to get their scoop in. I know that was a whole drama with Justin Turner mm -hmm. about talking about reporters reporting yeah. early. I mean, honestly, I, I do see both sides of the spectrum. It's just kind of one of those, you know, what can you do? And then, I mean, I, I guess we're kind of journalists now. So, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't say not, we're well, not journalists, but I wouldn't say we are, but we kind of are. We kind of are now. I mean, we got one podcast under our belt, so I'm, yeah, kind of a big deal. But, I mean, I, I see both sides. I mean, th this reporting does affect people's lives, but at the same time, you know, it's a very competitive, competitive field. And, like, you find out news, you want to break it. Um, but, I, yeah, I do feel bad for Jock. Um it, especially because you know this trade didn't go through but you just kind of know he's going to get traded eventually so, so to have that lingering in your mind i feel like for him he probably like he probably would have been better off just like getting traded yeah for for all my non-baseball fans let me put it into a basketball terms for you you guys remember when david stern i guess rest in peace never was a big fan remember uh, when he vetoed uh chris paul coming to lakers terrible Kind of like that. Remember, like, the Lakers were going to trade Pau Gasol. Um, I feel like, you know, back then you can kind of understand how, like, how betrayed Pau must have felt, you know, after winning those championships with Kobe, only to know, like, all right, I'm expendable, we're going to trade you. So if you think of it from that perspective, like, it is kind of shitty, especially because Jock has been a really, like, you know, fan favorite uh, by some, you know, did, did he win Rookie of the Year? No. He yes. came in second to RIP Jose Jose Fernandez. That's correct. Yeah. But, I mean, I just feel like we've seen him grow. Um, and, yeah, no, just to know kind of like that relationship that he's had with the fans, um, it's sad to kind of keep him in limbo. And, you know, he's going to go to the Angels. Wait, no, you're not. So, yeah, I, I appreciate all the work uh, Jock has done. But, yeah, so – you would say more than likely he's gone, though, still, right? Even though the trade's off, he's going to be trade bait, right? Yeah, so, I mean, with this crowded outfield, because, you know, you know, Cody's going to be in center. Uh, Mookie's more than likely going to right. Uh, left field is a little interesting. Um, so, they were platooning people, so that platooning just meaning, depending on who's pitching, they're either going to put a righty or a lefty in. Uh, but the way things are working right now, uh, AJ Pollock is making way too much money to to not be playing every day when he can. Somebody who has been dealing with a lot of health, but a lot of health issues. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's hard. It's hard to deal AJ AJ Pollock. I don't think anybody's want to pick gonna pick up that contract. Uh, but Jock is just you know he he's the odd man out. He's making a lot of money, so I think 
you know, it's going to happen. At some point or another, he's going to get traded. So uh, I feel bad for Jock. I, I really hope for the best for him. I hope he comes out on top no matter where he plays. But, I mean, we'll see if it's in L.A. I would love to keep him, you know, homegrown talent, like Sonny was saying, homegrown, like homegrown favorite. Uh, but, you know, what? no matter what happens with him, really hoping for the best. Yeah. Uh, oh, fun fact about Jock Peterson. Um, had he not gone to uh, the majors right away, he would have been a USC Trojan. So Yeah. Uh, I remember with that picture with uh, – He R- led the Trojans out of the tunnel one game. Yeah, he yeah, did. So he's an honorary Trojan. He's a Trojan in my book. Um, so thank you, Jock, for your service. Appreciate yeah, you, Yeah, he's also a big football guy. I believe he – I don't think he went to high school, but I knew he – I believe he grew up with uh, Devontae Adams from the Green Bay Packers. Fresno area? Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fresno area. Yeah, all those dudes are in the Fresno areas. I believe he knows Paul George as well. Oh, uh, he's from Palmdale. Same difference. Oh, you know what? No, I take that back. Paul George went to Fresno State there. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's my blunder. That's my why blunder. That's why he's – him, Derek Carr, they're all homies. Yeah, okay, yeah, makes sense, makes sense. But, well, speaking of, you know, Paul George, um, I want to talk a little NBA news real quick. Go for it. I think this is going to be your time to shine. Yeah, well, I mean, if you guys were paying attention, and it was a lot going on not only in the baseball realm of trades uh, this past week, but definitely in basketball as well. So um, it was a trade deadline this past, I believe it was Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Yeah, so there was a lot of movement going on, and right now the big, uh, I guess the big storylines were, you know, the Lakers and the Clippers. You know, the Lakers are, you know, still first place in the Western Conference. They're really trying to make a push to the playoffs. But, um, you know, and the, the Lakers obviously are still doing so well, but, you know, there's like there's a, there's a piece missing. For sure, uh, it's like score creating, um, creating, uh, creating buckets really. So not a lot of good shooters as well. Yeah, no. So I think uh, you know the, the what they wanted to do was kind of just build up their bench uh, and just kind of get like people that can like perform in the in the cut. So there was a big push for the Lakers to trade for uh, Morris from the Knicks, one of the Morris twins, and uh, that didn't end up happening. Um, so what happened was the Clips actually traded for him. He's now a Clipper, and they're in win now mode. The Clippers are definitely all in. Um, I believe I don't have the parameters of that trade, and you know my mind is just getting back from vacation. But um, I know they gave up some good uh, quality players to get Morris. And I will say I know a lot of Laker fans are upset that Kuzma was not traded. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Like I mean, there's definitely been times where Kuzma has shined, but definitely his inconsistencies this year have made any like you know normal Laker fan like yo like what the hell are we really gonna keep this dude over you know guys we could have traded for. Yeah, and I think like you you heard his name in a lot of trade rumors, and then like at this point with the dude being so inconsistent, I would have just been like you know what. This, I'm tired of this guy scoring 25 points one game and then the next day scoring four points but still posting like like six pictures on Instagram. Like, Let's just get some value out of him right now. Obviously, he's not going to be a guy moving forward, so why don't we get some value out of him? So, I mean, I guess we're going to have to do, do what we can with him in the meantime, but I am just tired of seeing KCP being the Lakers' best shooter. <laughs> yeah, no, thank God Avery Bradley over like the last couple games, he has been, he's been stepping up. So hopefully that's something they can uh, kind of you know uh, ride the wave on. But so pretty much from the fallout from the you know, Lakers not making any kind of trades at the trade deadline, uh, Darren Collison, also a local boy, went to UCLA. I think he played. Uh, actually, I'm not sure what high school he played for, but played for UCLA. Um, he's actually retired right now. He was spotted with Genie Bus. Um, at the Laker game, you know, they were whining and dining him, trying to get him to come out of retirement to join the Lakers to be a distributor. But he, uh, a Woj bomb today, he's going to stay retired. So now the Lakers are really still looking. Um, it's past the trade deadline, so they're not going to be doing anything, but they could still sign free agents. So the big news right now is they're looking at either J.R. Smith or Dion Waiters to possibly come and join the Lakers. Dion Waiters would be nice. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm not really sure. How... I don't know about fit-wise, but I mean... 
I mean, Deion Waiters can score, but I feel like just in, in he's again, he's also been kind of inconsistent these past like couple years. So I don't know. We'll see what the Lakers decide to do. Um, but yeah, so another but, big move. Oh, well, actually, before you get to that, uh, before we get too far, I think Darren Collison is kind of smart. If I were him, if I were any retired player, I would do this to more teams in any sport. I would just kind of build up this hype that, you know, maybe I might come back and just like score some free front front row tickets out of it, some free <laughs> meals and stuff. So oh, I think yeah, he's just smart. Sure. I mean, he's probably just like, eh, I'm kind of bored. I don't got anything to do tonight. And then he's like, oh, Genie Bus, you want to get me courtside tickets? You want to take me out to dinner? Fine, let's just do it. I I think it's good for him, man. I mean, I think I knew I think he knew damn well that he wasn't gonna sign with anybody, but you know, good for him. He had a good night. Yeah, no, uh, good for him. Also, he's definitely milking the process. But also, I, I don't know if you remember, he retired for good reasons as well. Um, I believe his wife uh had like a brain tumor, so that's what was one of the main reasons that he ended up retiring. Yeah, something like that. Family reasons. Can't imagine him coming back. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I fully understand it. I'm not upset. Uh, I would definitely like to see him in the Laker uh, purple and gold. But, you know, if he has his reasons, that's totally understandable. Um, so now the Lakers really have to just decide what they're going to do. Are they going to sign someone like a J.R. Smith or a Deion Waiters? Or, you know, are they going to wait till the offseason and just kind of ride what they have and, you know, let it let uh, let destiny decide what they're going to do? But some other news that happened. Uh, D'Lo traded to the wolves they picked up a lot of guys yeah yeah they did i don't even know like how many dudes or like there was a picture on the internet right now of showing like like in the frame not all the guys could fit in one frame how many new dudes Insane. they got yeah so the the warriors traded uh d'angelo russell to the wolves for andrew wiggins and i feel like who else was in that trade michael no okay cool our producer is <laughs> doing a great job in his debut <laughs> yeah so d'lo is now on the wolves with his buddy carl anthony towns and you know it's funny the first game after the fallout of that trade it happens to be against the clippers who went all in to get morris and d'lo didn't even play and the wolves cooked absolutely cooked the clippers i think they were coming off like 12 something crazy like 12 straight losses it was 13 straight losses Jesus christ and yeah, I think the Wolves, you know, they didn't have a bucket to piss in, but somehow, some way, they beat the Clippers by like twenty something points. So I mean, that just shows the the NBA is pretty really wacky. And I feel like anytime the Lakers uh, are playing, they get the best out of whoever they're playing. That's mm-hmm. why it's always a, a tough challenge. Like I don't understand how the Clippers can beat the Lakers twice, but yet lose yeah. to teams like the Wolves. I think like obviously the Clippers are rising to the occasion, but like what the hell, bro? Like I don't I don't get that because the Clippers like. I feel like the, it's been the same story with the the two games the Lakers have played them where it's been kind of tight in the first half and all of a sudden the Clippers just turn it on. And I don't see that from the Clippers in any other game. Like, I always see them getting, like, taken advantage of by every other team. I do not understand it. Um, Maybe they, like I said, maybe they just play up to the occasion like any other team. No, they definitely the Lakers, do. But... Uh, when they got players like uh, freaking Patrick Beverly, like, I mean, he's an emotional guy. I right. guess I can, I can appreciate that, but... It's also quite annoying as a fan. It's like, oh, I see, like, you're really excited for this game, but where the hell are you when you, you know, play teams like the Wolves? So kind of annoying to see from perspective. It's like, obviously, the Lake, you're the Lakers. You're going to get your, the, everyone's best shot. But it's also like, like what the shit, man? Like, yeah, and Patrick. Let, let, us, let, let us win in peace, man. Leave and, us alone. And Patrick Beverly is definitely, like, the loudest dude ever that averages, like, eight points a game. Like, you should not be that loud. Yeah. And, I mean, I mean, yeah, he's a defensive guy, but, dude, just just shut up, man. Let if Kawhi's not talking, you shouldn't be talking. I didn't like that. him when he was in college. I think he played at Florida. Didn't like him there either. Well, that explains everything then. Yeah. Um, and then also just kind of wrapping up NBA news. Um, a little bit more serious news. Yeah, more seriousness. Um, the Lakers announced that Kobe Bryant and Kobe and Gianna Bryant's memorial will be held on 224 at Staples Center. Um, 
it's just an extremely sad time if you're a Lakers fan, uh, you know, trying to still process all this. It's been two weeks now to the day, and it still honestly doesn't feel real. It still doesn't feel real, and I've, I've told this to so many people. Like, I just – I feel like any day now they're just going to announce the news. Like, Kobe jumped out with Gianna, and he's he's good. He's safe. Like, I just feel like at some point we're going to get that news, and it just it just doesn't feel real. Like, it, Kobe was this larger-than-life figure. It's like there's no – it's it still hasn't processed yet that he's gone. And you know what? We're we're finally gonna get our moment to pay our respects. So I believe that 224, I believe is a Monday. So hopefully, I know Monday, beginning of the work week. Hopefully, uh, as many people as possible. I I I can't I can't imagine that being an an empty an empty Staples Center because I I think all of LA Laker fan or not, basketball fan or not, you're gonna want to respect pay your respects to a legend no definitely um i'm i i don't want to say wrong information but i feel like they were even doing like some kind of system like to get people in like it was like tickets or something like that like or some kind of like lottery system to get a Mm -hmm. ticket um i'm sure that you know like you said there's not gonna be an empty seat in the house and not a dry eye in the house as well like uh kobe had such a large impact on la i mean we've seen over the last two weeks just like you know the outpouring of support uh to the family and the fans all around the world so not gonna spend too much time further. Just remember on two twenty four, it is that is is that officially Mama Day or what day is Mama Day? Honestly, well, I mean, I mean, I well, officially Mama Day is eight twenty four, but this I'm gonna call this Mamba's Day because it's gonna be Gianna too. This isn't just about Kobe. This is about this is about Kobe, Gianna, and also let's not forget everybody else that was on the helicopter that day. Um, this is all. This is for all of them to pay our respects. Yeah. Uh. Um. We we wish the families involved the best, and uh, you know our hearts go out to them. Yeah, especially the Bryant family. I can't imagine what Vanessa Bryant and her children are going through right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, so hopefully if you get a chance, get out there. It'll be a historic day, and I'm sure people won't forget. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, no re- easy way to seg into this next segment, but we're going to try. Uh, so we're going to test this new segment out. I mean, obviously, new podcast. Everything's going to be pretty new. Uh, but we're going to call this new uh, call this new segment Uneducated, Uneducated Guests. Pretty much with this segment, we are just going to talk about something we have no real idea what we're talking about, but we're going to try it to the best of our ability. So yes, unfor- sir. unfortunately, uh, you know, Sonny was on a little snowboarding trip this past weekend. I was a little busy with uh, some work things, uh, but we want to talk about the XFL. So a uh, little bit about the XFL. So this was a thing about 19 years ago, created by Vince McMahon, the, uh, the, owner, of the owner of WWE. Uh, he, he brought this, this kind of, I don't want to call it like a minor league NFL thing, but it's just like the concept was basically to be, uh, almost a more entertaining version of the NFL. Yeah. A, exactly. a, 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 comp- a direct competitor, but also, you know, highlighting the, the entertainment side of football. Yeah. And I, I feel like it did put more of a focus on like the players being like, you know, personalities at a time where you didn't really see too, too much of that just yet. This is probably like just before like pre-social media, pre pretty much internet boom too. Yeah, you didn't modern have, day internet. Yeah, boom. you didn't have too much like you didn't have too many like Randy Moss, uh, Chad Ochocinco antics just yet. So yeah, and I mean like you said, no pre-social media. Um, so yeah, you know what? First thing I'm gonna say, um, I was a little bit disappointed. It wasn't what I was expected. I thought it'd be a little bit more exciting, a little bit more entertainment. The first thing that got me really bummed, uh. Back in the old XFL, they used to put nicknames on the back instead of last name. Uh, I don't know if you remember. He hate me. 
that was a sick one. But yeah, I mean, they just put regular old last names on there. That was kind of a bummer. But what I did see, like what I saw, I did like what I saw from some of the new rule updates. Um, the first one being there was a little change to the kickoff. So the kickers are now kicking from the 30-yard line. Um, and and the kicking, te- kick, kicking team and kick return team are pretty much lining up face-to-face, uh, five yards apart. Uh, and this pretty much just promotes more kick returns while also being safer kick returns. Uh, like that idea, they are doing the college uh, one foot in. Love that. Um, you know, just more opportunities for the offense to do big things. Um, I don't know. Was there anything else? I know there's a couple of rules you were looking at. Yeah, some of the rules that I liked are the point after touchdown plays. Um, oh, yeah, that's you, awesome. You, so, like, no more PATs. You, no more PATs. So, you score your touchdown. And you have the option to go for one, two, or three. So if you're going for one, you go in from the two-yard line. A two-point two, two point try will come from the five-yard, and a three-point will come from the ten-yard line. So I think the most interesting you know, aspect about this whole point after total, so if you aren't familiar with it yet, but the XFL is going to be fully involved or like fully embraced like the gambling lifestyle. Oh, yeah, and the I gambling, love that. The gambling side of sports. So like even on like their little like uh the, like, the, the little ticker the little ticker at the bottom like it shows like the teams and it shows like the odds like oh like L A was favored by like three and a half or whatever yeah the XFL is definitely going to be dangerous for degenerate gamblers yeah no I just think that's it's such a cool concept because it's something that you really can't avoid nowadays and I mean I feel like states are really slow with putting forward legislation that's going to allow sports gambling but definitely in the future this is something that's going to be a part of sports if you know as, as long as there's going to be sports there's going to be gambling so why not put them together and it's going to be legal soon i it's, it's going to be legal soon yeah so the xfl has fully embraced that aspect so i just think the fact that you you know you can score on on one play you can have a nine point swing mm-hmm. that's pretty freaking crazy that's like the equivalent of like you know if you're like a baseball fan and you know you're gambling if you're hitting like if there's like a grand slam in one play it's gonna it just completely shifts the game and I feel like a nine-point play in football, that's completely unheard of. Um, so I think that's pretty awesome from a gambler's perspective, but also from an entertainment perspective. So, And I obviously, that's the whole thing they're going for with the XFL. So I think that's pretty badass. Yeah, especially with the entertainment. There are some pretty decent names in there, surprisingly. Uh, I, I'd say probably one of the bigger ones is Cardale Jones. Um you also got Landry Jones. You got all kind of Jones. You got Indiana Jones. So many Joneses in this league. Um, <laughs> the one dude that I was like, oh shit, this guy's in the league. Um, Sean Oakman. If you guys don't remember him, he was a viral. <laughs> yeah, he was a viral yeah, meme on Twitter. You know Baylor. what? Let, let, yeah, let's we'll, po- we'll put that. We'll put let's that on post the him on the social on the so- social medias. So we'll if you don't remember do who Sean Oakman was. He was the guy that would beat your dad's ass and take your mother yeah. to dinner on social media. There's a picture of him uh, when he was playing for Baylor, and he has the crop top going on, and he looks like he can literally beat the shit out of any person on the planet Earth. Yeah, so little... we're going to post a picture of that guy. But anyways, he's on the local LA Wildcats team, so fun I'm definitely going to check him out. Uh, was it StubHub? Uh, they're playing at the StubHub Center, which yeah. is now actually the – there's a new name for it. Down I'm, I'm going to call it StubHub. It is still the Stub. I remember when it was Home Depot Center. But, yeah, yeah it's it's the new, you know, Dignity Sports Park or whatever or something yeah, like that. quick little, like, me- uh, verbal meme about uh, Oakman. Uh, there was that one that was going around, like, like is that picture of him is, like, if this guy smacks your girl's ass, what do you do? And it's like, like that's his girl now. <laughs> he yeah. smacks my girl's ass. That is not my girl anymore. That is his girl. Yeah. Uh, being a Raider fan, there's actually a couple – there's two Ra- Raiders that are pretty big names. So Matt McGloin actually got a big win for the New York team today. And uh, was it Marquette King? Marquette like, King. The, literally like the only black punter ever. Uh, he had a booming one today, so good for him. Um, if anybody pays attention to Pac-12 football, uh, Scooby Wright from Arizona. 
tackling machine. He, I had no idea he was in the league. So you're going to see these random names. You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot he played football. So I think that makes it kind of fun. Yeah, no, I think the one interesting thing, like if you can take any three. So if you're talking to someone today um, or, you know, during the week and you're listening to this podcast and you want to talk like XFL, just think of it as it's a new system. It, I, it could definitely be a new feeder system for the NFL. So, um, you know, you've heard of like, you know, the leagues like Canadian football, but, you know, you don't really know much about it. I feel like XFL can actually, you know, surpass all that because one, it is going to be based on pure entertainment, but also the, you know, it, it's going to be a feeding system for the NFL where these dudes who have either been in the league before or maybe they didn't, they weren't as uh, notable in college. If they do well enough in the XFL, I could definitely see this as a legit league where the NFL looks, uh, uh, looks for talent a new talent pool yeah also piggybacking like off that entertainment point um i know you probably didn't see much so they were actually interviewing the players mid-game i so, i did see something on twitter where i guess this dude fumbled and a reporter and a, a reporter was able to walk up to him almost immediately after he fumbled yeah. hey so you fumbled there what the hell happened yeah yeah so the first time i saw it, the very first game uh i believe it was uh the D- dc defenders kicker missed a field goal uh, I think it was at like 34 yards too. And like right, right away the reporter's like, so what the fuck happened, huh? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that's definitely like, that's a kick in the nuts, huh? Just to know like you fucked up on the field and now you got, you got, it's not like in the NFL where you got some time to think about it. Nobody's really bothering you. You know, you might get some, a little bit of heckling, but to know that you got to answer to a reporter right off the bat, that's got to be kind of rough. Yeah, no, for sure, but definitely uh, something I look forward to check out week two. Um, and you know, next episode we'll maybe do uh, uh, uh we'll touch back on this topic and yeah. see how well the XFL has done and kind of follow maybe any kind of moves that they're making. Um, but yeah, that's something super exciting. Um, the XFL in general. If you are not a big football fan, I feel like this is a great opportunity for you to kind of like maybe just check it out. If you're not you don't really like traditional football, maybe check this out. It might be might be something for you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we want to hop into the next topic. Yeah, Ran- uh, our, our random find of the weeks. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You want to start off? You want me to start off? Go ahead and start off because uh, I I I have to see if, if we're thinking the same thing here. So. so I actually have a couple. The first one, uh, earlier in the week, I know there was a lot of talk going around. Uh, a lot of shit was happening around, like, as far as celebrities last week. I mean, people being weird. Uh, I know there's a... There's the Nicki Minaj, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Mills, Mickey Mills beef. They <laughs> yeah. were going back and forth. I'm sure didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh, Antonio Brown being a weirdo still. Uh, just so many people being weird out there. Um, you know who wasn't being weird was uh, Quavo. I don't know if you saw the list. He was like on vacation in Florida and he was just recording this lizard. And he's like, hello, Mr. Lizard. Hello. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it sounds so stupid. I'll put it. I'll put it on the Twitter. I'll put it on our Twitter. But. It just it made me laugh. Like he's just, uh, all all Quavo wants to do is just play basketball and say what's up to lizards. <laughs> I I did not see that at all. Um, like Leva has mentioned, uh, I've been up in Mammoth since Thursday, so really haven't been too active on social media. Maybe a couple minutes here and there, but really haven't been like on my phone following any news. So my random find. I don't really have like a random find per se. Um, but I I follow this account on instagram and i thought it was hilarious um it's called kids getting hurt i don't know if you've ever seen it this sounds interesting already yeah it's just videos of like little kids like getting hurt and not that i condone kid violence but watching little kids get hurt like unintentionally is freaking hilarious they're little crackheads they're resilient yeah well yeah so it's definitely like not newsworthy but i saw this video of this kid like he must have been like 12 years old or something like that he's bmxing and he just sends it down like this like launch and he's like jumping over like this dirt pile like total evil Knievel style mm-hmm. and the kid just he just dies 
But apparently he gets up and he walks away like he's fine. Oh, but you 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 had me in the first half. I thought I thought he actually died. No, he did oh, not. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I don't think okay. I like this segment. No, no, anymore. no, no. Okay, no. The kid does not die. He is fully alive and he is well. But he gets destroyed by a big pile of dirt. So it's not really newsworthy, but it's freaking hilarious. Um, we're gonna plug that onto the social media as well. You know what? Actually, going back to Quavo, you saw that video of like all those dudes playing basketball, right? So you, oh, yeah. so it's Drake, the Beeb, Sheck West. That was pretty cool, man. I mean, Sheck West there too. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, he was probably like the smallest name out of those guys there. Has I mean, he done, I w- has he done anything lately besides Mo Bamba? No. <laughs> okay. I don't yeah. think so. I mean, you throw. Oh, I don't know. Producer Michael, uh, Producer you want to jump Michael, in on this? Hold have, on. Does he have any, any bangers? He's making faces, but hold on. He might lose his... He, this might be the move where he... All I would say is put some respect on young Chuck West's name. That's it. You're not even putting respect on him, man. You didn't do anything to help his case. Nothing to be said more. Nothing to be said more, he said. So if, if you guys have any, any word on Chuck West, let us know. Okay, do I, I didn't do my research, apparently. Um... Not, yeah. not, you can tell we're not Sheck West fans. Sorry. I mean, Mo Bamba was cool for a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, that's all I know about him. But, I mean, you mix in J. Cole in there, that would have been interesting to see. J. Cole is – I would probably see. I've always thought about, like, celebrity basketball games. Like, I mean, you only see the highlights, obviously. But, like, like I want to see some stat lines for sure. Like, okay, let's say, you know, they're going to come out and say, yeah, Drake dropped a 20-piece in this pickup game. Um, what was his field goal percentage? Jay Beebs had 10 dimes. Um, like were they actual dimes or were they just like the shittiest passes of life that someone happened to score off of? I would like to see the actual box score from these celebrity basketball games and actually, you know, get some actual footage. Maybe they're misses. I want to see like other things other than them, you know, getting like three baskets in a row. Let's say, how about one step? Let's put a little bit more zip and a little bit more pep in there. What if they did like a league? Of these guys, I mean, I know, I mean, it'd probably be hard to do. I think if, if these Ice guys Cube, are so busy, if, if Ice Cube is listening to us, he's like, "Do not know what the big three is." But I mean, that's not really all celebrities. It's more, no, it's are, mostly former basketball. Yeah, players, but right. I'm saying like, let's do like some celebrities, or even like more realistic. You know, these All Star weekends, you get the these celebrity All Star games, whether it be the NBA. I know the NFL has like a flag football game nobody knows about. Uh, they air the celebrity softball game after the home run derby for baseball. But they always just throw these random ass like scrubs. You got these random celebrities you don't really know who they are. I, I would just I, I feel like they need to put maybe make a little bit more incentive to get some celebrities in there. Well, and, like, I mean, I well to argue with you, I mean, I am again more basketball fan and when I watch I feel like it's pretty decent, um, in terms of like celebrity but it is definitely the same. But but top to part. bottom though, top to bottom in the line. Top to say. bottom, no, but like I feel like the three or four there's always three or four celebrities in there that can oh, yeah, actually sure. ball. Like if you ever seen J. Cole ball, J. Cole can ball. He can, he can, um, he can dunk. He can. Yeah. He makes everyone else look silly. And then, but then they have like, like people like Michael Rappaport playing. Like, bro, just go sit down. Don't um, see it. Yeah. And then they have like guys that uh, what's his name? Little Romeo. Little Romeo played basketball at USC, so of course he's gonna go and make everyone else look silly. So I don't know. Um, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, but it is definitely always like the same people over and over again. Yeah. I mean. But it was fun. It's always fun to see celebrities doing like normal people shit, pick up basketball. That was fun to see. So that was my random fun of the week. Okay, yeah, mine was just videos. Uh, well, pretty much the account of kids like getting hurt. So I'm just gonna plug the video that I'm talking about of the kids sending it on the BMX bike. But just check out the whole account if you love little kids, which I do. I appreciate them. They're awesome. But you know, from time to time, you know, if you see them getting hurt and it's freaking hilarious, definitely check out the Instagram. Your your former Instagram name was Little Kid Lover. It was not. It was not. Not. No, we, we, can't, we can't joke like that, man. Okay, sorry. Just dropping random office references. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but I mean, actually, well, sticking to like some some you know pop culture references. Well, like Sunny was preluding in the beginning of the show. 
Uh, we're going to do a quick little Oscars recap. Is it over? I think I have gotten the official update that uh, the best picture was just announced a few minutes ago. So let's – I don't really have much to say about the Oscars. Endgame, Did- right? <laughs> let's just maybe kind of go through maybe some of our favorite award winners i don't know if you have the list in front of you uh i'm just gonna peep over your list okay well for first of all best actor goes to joaquin phoenix for joker good for him i, I mentioned before the show that i was really shocked he didn't win one for her i thought he for sure would have got one that was a good movie uh yeah shout out spike jones that was a good movie it was a little sad honestly scarlett johansson's uh voice as an os was a little creepy but uh, i liked right. it a lot um yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything to say about Joaquin Phoenix, uh, producer Michael? Um, say, say into the mic, Can sir. Can you speak into the mic, sir? Nothing much to add. Joaquin Phoenix is, you know, a gem of our time. He needs to be treasured. And I feel definitely underrated in the list of, you know, great actors of Hollywood. Definitely watch Joker if you haven't checked it out already. Nice plug for Joker there. I will definitely say this about Joaquin Phoenix. Um... He's definitely very versatile. I've seen him in different roles and like very talented. I feel like you know sometimes when you see an actor and you they're kind of like they blacklist themselves like you can only see them in like in one role like, but like this guy like I've seen him in serious roles. I've seen him in like like more scary roles or like kind of something more comedic. Um, definitely has some range. Yeah, no, definitely has the range. But also just knowing what he's gone through in his personal life, pretty sweet to see him kind of be you know best actor in Hollywood. And then he's one of, like I saw this like. Uh, interview with him and anderson cooper totally random but like this guy's like totally like hates the whole media thing and so he's just doing what he loves so shout out to joaquin phoenix congratulations best actor uh, um other winners of the night uh renee renee zellweger best actress for the movie judy um i don't know much about this movie i think judy is isn't that the girl who played um she's referencing the girl who played uh Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz? No idea. I just know Renee Zellweger was the one of the fish in Shark Tale. She was, and she was also in uh, Me, Myself, and Irene. She was? Me, Myself, and Irene. So shout out Renee, Renee Zellweger for having the range. Uh, somebody we do know, Brad Pitt, but also, once again... This is a really bad Oscars recap because I haven't seen I haven't seen that movie and I have not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Michael, please tell me you saw it. Save us right now. Fuck yeah, that movie is great. You, you need to, you need to, to speak into the microphone, man. That movie is badass. And I know for honestly, your uh, genre of listeners, I'm sure they've seen that movie too. Definitely. Badass. But well, you, but your boy Michael C said it sucked. Michael C, another ooey of the show. Did he listen? Does he I'm sure he listens to this. Well, show. he better. Shout well, out Michael well, C. Well, this is gonna be a test, so we're gonna let's talk shit about him right now. Talk shit about him right now. See if he's listening, and we won't tell him unless he listens. Uh, he's a big fat curly headed fuck. Michael there. C sucks cocks and dicks, <laughs> and that's about it. Very immature, but a sick movie. Good movie. Definitely. So I should okay. De- yeah. I should no, definitely and, get you that know, on honestly, I, I honestly am very ashamed to call myself a Tarantino fan, and yet. And have yet to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was uh, just scared because I heard so many mixed things that, that I'm like, okay, I'll just wait till it comes out. And it, it's come out and I still haven't seen it. Yeah, haven't seen it yet. I have it literally here on bootleg. Definitely, you just probably just pop this in and check it out. So I might just do that after this. We're done recording here. I trust Tarantino, though. I, I mean, I, I, I do, too. Uh, my favorite movie, actually, fun fact, is Troy, where Brad Pitt is the main actor. So, I mean, I'm sure I'll like it. I don't see. I don't know if there's a Brad Pitt movie that I don't like. So I'm sure I'll like it. I just got to check it out. I like Moneyball. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, and then Best Picture just announced a few minutes ago. Parasite. Uh, it's a foreign <laughs> film. It's a Korean film. Do you know anything about it? This other is than the that? worst fucking segment ever. We haven't seen three of the four of the movies we're fucking talking about, but I mean, I heard good things. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, it, 
I, I would definitely call myself a movie buff for sure. And I think uh, Leva would call himself the same. But it's just it's tough sometimes. And I feel like do people really even watch all these movies before they get announced? Um, no. It just so happens that, you know, tonight's the Oscars and we're talking about it. But I'm sure at some point, like if this was recorded like in like two months, I would have seen like almost all of these already. So like I, I definitely got if I would have if it wouldn't have been Oscars night, if it was Oscar night, like four weeks ago, I would have seen Parasite because I would have saw like, what the hell's the big deal of all this? And you know what, man? It's hard because I would say we're in the golden age of entertainment. We have so many different stre- streaming platforms for movies. I feel like movies, it, TV. That's a bold then, statement. The golden age? Isn't the golden age like, you know, back in time, like the 1920s and the black and white golden age? No, we are in the golden age right now for like just entertainment. So we got... You, you could stream movies anywhere. You got all these different TV shows. Because you, you go from person to person. Would you argue it's oversaturated now? It, extremely oversaturated because you go from person to person. Somebody's like, oh, did you watch this? More than likely, you're going to say no. I mean, I mean, maybe going from group to group, there might be a little, you know, carryover. But, I mean, it's still so hard to watch everything. You got you got, you got got assholes making podcasts every, every day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just hard to keep up. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. listen to ours still. Yeah, listen to us, definitely. But yeah, I mean, even for us, uh, and we're trying to, you know, put like a week's worth of content into this, uh, into our podcast. It's just, it, it's hard because, you know, what we were originally thinking about talking about today, like totally shifted. You know, we were going to talk about how the Dodger trade hadn't fell, fallen through. That went through today. We were going to talk about um, our random find of the weeks. I didn't see that until earlier this morning. So I, I don't know. Everything's changing. And then the Oscars today. I mean, if you would ask me about Parasite yesterday, I wouldn't even know what the hell you're talking about. So, I mean, we're definitely trying to, you know, bring you guys uh, content in real time, but also relevant and, you know, entertaining. Um, so to kind of like just kind of circle back to what Leva said over here. Yeah, super, uh, super, uh, what would you say? Golden age? This is golden definitely age. a time where it's a golden age, I guess. I call it the oversaturated time in the market. We will try to stay on top of all things that are entertainment and, you know, trending wise. But yeah, so that's kind of our Oscars recap. We didn't have a whole lot to touch on, like you said. Three yeah, of the four I mean, movies we haven't even seen, but I mean, maybe we'll talk. Let's make it our goal to watch at least. We'll make it our goal. Let's watch at least one or two of these by the, by the next recording. By the, I promise to all the Uwees out there. By the next time we record, I will have seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I will also watch that. And we'll 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 make that a point to talk about that next episode. Sounds good. All right. Uh, we only got one segment left, but before we get that to that, uh, so we're actually gonna do single versus taken. I know I had a few of you mentioned that you did like that segment appreciate that uh we actually got a sponsor for this segment believe it or not hell yes we are sponsored all right so let me just quick word from our sponsor spring is right around the corner and you know what that means baseball season is coming this season don't get caught eating the same old ballpark food ditch the boring packages and hot food with this this summer be the talk of the tailgate with this season's most delicious surprise the raw dog created by guy fieri and remy the rat from ratatouille raw dogs pack all the taste of wieners without the hassle of grilling with raw dogs you need it you need you don't need to waste time opening packages and playing around all you need is a craving for wieners and you put it in you in a recent survey of women done by the south Harmon institute of technology nine out of ten love getting raw dogged you can get raw dog today simply go to rawdogs.gov, buy a 36 pack of raw dogs with the promo code hpv and you can get a free pack of pre-lubricated buns in a flavor of your choice once again, the promo code is HPV at rawdawgz.edu. Tryers today. And with that, this is the Raw Dogs uh, single versus taken question of the week. This actually comes from a good friend of ours. His name is John. 
John, I know you're listening. Thank you for this question, man. And you know what? It. We could go ahead and shout out his Twitter name, AJ Lou, because I feel like if you don't know someone, odds are you probably know each other because you both know AJ Lou. Yeah, you know what? More than more than likely, if you're listening to this show, you probably know him in one way or another. We might not, you might not even know us personally. Well, you know of this podcast because of uh, J-Lo, man. You might have been at one of his tailgate parties or one of his parties in general. You might have pissed in his front lawn. More than likely, you've seen him die. You've seen him drunk in Vegas or got kicked out of the club. We've, I, I feel like I, I checkmarked all of those in just my few experiences with John. Yeah, I mean, I've only met him two times. I've seen all that. Just kidding. I've seen John more than that. But, but yeah, John, thank you for this. This is going to be a really good question. Um, He actually asked me this maybe the day after we recorded. Um, He actually... Did a little screen, sent me a little screenshot. Uh, a girl he wanted to talk to, Angel fan. Um, so he asked me, "Would you date somebody who roots for your favorite team's rival?" Very, very good question. So I mean, this I guess this is kind of different for you because with you and uh, your your lovely girlfriend of ten years, you guys pretty much like all the same teams. Yes, that is correct. And I know I I don't think either of you really I know you didn't really have an NFL team and I only recall her starting to you kind of root for the Rams when they came to LA. I don't remember she had a team before that. Yeah, no, she didn't, but I will, you know, I I can definitely still per- put some perspective in this because obviously I like sports for more than 10 years. So I remember growing up um I again, I've always been a USC fan. I remember like it was such a big deal like if a girl was like, "I like UCLA." In my head I'd be like, "You're dumb, but you're still cute. It's okay. I can te- <laughs> I could teach you the ways." So I can't speak from it from like, you know, the whole Dodgers Angels or like other football teams, but I think if, you know, if just from a, you know, total non-experiential uh perspective would i date someone who has uh another team uh considered like a rival i definitely would i don't know what do you think uh so it i for me i say it depends uh so obviously obviously i'm a big dodger guy so i think not being a dodger fan would kind of be a deal breaker for me i don't know i i honestly don't at this point i don't think i could get that that picky with who i choose now Hmm. um I think with uh, like us being in LA for so long without a football team, you're kind of just okay with anybody, like any team you like. I need I need some reason for why you like a team, but as long as it's something like not something outrageous, I don't really care who you root for, like NFL wise, uh, even college wise. I mean, maybe if you asked me like 10, 15 years ago, I would have cared, but now don't really. Um, I I would say I at least for me, uh, only the Do- you gotta like the Dodgers. That's about it. Or spin zone. If you don't like the Dodgers, let's say if we have any like Padre fans or Arizona Diamondbacks uh, lady fans out there, uh, I would love to go out on a date with you and let's make some bets for some sexual favors. Um, uh, let's say if the Dodgers beat, let's say the Padres, you go down on me, vice versa, I go down on you. <laughs> I mean, so if there's if there's anybody out there listening down for that bet, um, you know, hopefully you followed my my uh, Instagram and Twitter earlier, so hit me up. And mom, if you're listening, you should have stopped listening about a minute ago. <laughs> um, okay, well, I don't have any of those kind of enticing bets to throw out there, but I did like one thing that you mentioned. Um, it wasn't the going down part. That, that did sound <laughs> enticing, but definitely not what I'm t- referring to. Um, I feel like if a significant other, whether it be a male, female, doesn't matter, if if someone can if the likes a team that you don't like but they can give you like a legit reason why they like that team not because oh the colors are nicer oh you know like cuz my dad likes that team if you know if let's say if you know i i 
you know, personally not a big fan of like the Boston teams, but if I met someone who was like, I'm a Patriots fan. And they're like, because in 2001, uh, when Drew Bledsoe went down, I remember thinking our season was done, but then Tom Brady stepped up. Like if they were to give me that kind of answer, I'm like, Oh shit, they know what they're talking about. Um, or like, you know, I don't know, just something like more very specific. If they can give me legit reasons, then I totally respect it. But if you're just going to give me some bullshit because like, Oh, because you know, like I like the Niners cause you know, I like their colors, red and gold. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Well, you know, it's funny, like not even from a dating standpoint, uh, once again, being from LA, you hear some people like some random ass teams and I, I don't know, man, I can't, it's always like suspect when I meet, let's say like a Packers fan or like, like the random Ravens fan, like, Oh, interesting. You're rooting for these teams that have won Super Bowls recently. I'm like, I, 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 it's just something about those guys. Like you can't give me a real reason other than like, you know, that they won a Super Bowl. Like I'm probably not going to believe you. you can't tell me like if you're a Packers fan, which I do know a couple and they say, like, oh, I just love Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, oh, that's coincidental. Yeah. Um, Like, I, I don't like that. Or even, like, surprising amount of, like, Saints fans over here. Whoa. I mean, but Saints, you know, I kind of rooted for the Saints. I, 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 I fucks with Drew Brees and then Reggie. You know, I, I mean, I definitely didn't have an NFL team for a long time, and I still kind of don't. But, like, I definitely remember back in 06 when Reggie came out of SC. I was like, hell yeah, man. Never cared for New Orleans or the Saints. But, you know, Reggie's a Saint now. I mean, I have a NFL Reggie Bush Saints jersey. So I, I actually, I did too. I don't have it anymore, but I did at the time. Yeah, no, so, okay, let me, the question, again, what we're asking was, would you date someone who roots for your favorite team's rival? Um, I have generally said, yes, you can, but they have to give a good reason. Um, Leva has also said yes, but they definitely have to be Dodger fans at some point. Uh, that's his big important thing. But can I, can I just kind of put a different perspective on this rather than would you date someone? I feel like this could be a good sign. This is a good test. If you, if you're into someone, this is a good test to indicate like if they're going to be a good fit or not, or if they're just complete liars, ask them their favorite team and who they like and ask them the reasons why if you go up to a guy and ask him like oh like who's your favorite team and he gives you some like kind of like you said i like that example like the ravens or something like that like ask him why if he gives you some bullshit because like he's like oh because uh because ray lewis played for them that's like the most generic like reason you can like totally like explain why then ask him like okay you're a ravens fan like where did the ravens come from i feel like there's a lot of dudes out there will just say like the most random shit just because it's like yeah like i know what i'm talking about sports uh-huh there's definitely some dudes i know out there that'll just claim a random team and they have no they don't even have a reason why they like that team they'll just throw it out there and like you said maybe because they want a super bowl but it's a good test if you really want to know a guy and you know how he operates in his mind just test him if he, if he gives you a bullshit answer on a sports team Pretty much, I, I can go ahead and say he's probably going to bullshit you in the relationship, too. That's just my, my take. I've, I've kind of noticed that. My favorite test, going off that, my favorite test is the Bulby test. I don't know if you've ever seen this. I don't know if anybody ever watched, like, the Jimmy Neutron show as a kid. But there was a character named Bulby. I'm going to butcher this. Bulby Stroganovsky. So just ask uh, if somebody's like, oh, my God, I love this team. Hit him with the Bulby test. So, like, oh, my God, Bulby Stroganovsky. He did so good, right? And if they say yes, you know they're fucking lying. <laughs> if, if they say if they say they know a player that doesn't fucking exist, they are a goddamn liar. Call them out on their bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that that's that's something I've seen on social media before. You know, you kind of like you fuck with someone like online, like, oh yeah, what do you think of this person? I mean, yeah, that's definitely like a go-to. But really, like, I, I kind of stand pat with what I said. I mean, that's like the obvious like joke you can like throw at someone and like, haha, I caught you lying. You don't know what you're talking about. But really, if you kind of just want to like, hmm, kind of just sit there and just kind of assess like, you know how someone can like respond to a question about like sports and you can kind of really get their genuine take rather than just like, you know, ask them about, Hey, how'd this player do? Mm -hmm. Ask them, 
why is it why is that team your favorite team and kind of just pay attention to how they answer and th- that honestly should tell you a lot about them you know what too i'm sorry i know we're kind of dragging this out but i mean i just don't want to finish talk i've had so much fun talking to you today uh i think a fun little test is uh maybe not a first date but definitely take a date to a sporting event and i would say like see especially like your favorite team so like for myself if i took a girl to see a dodger game I would like to see like how engaged they are. Like if they're asking me que- if they don't know the sport too well or the team, they're asking questions. If they're not just like you know on their phone and shit, and like like somebody who makes an effort like that, especially for somebody like you and I who are sports minded people, a little effort goes a long way. Ladies, ladies, take notes. It's not the just the guys that should make some effort for you guys. Make some effort for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, shared interest. Yeah, definitely shared interest. And I feel like sports is a great uh, opportunity for you guys to create shared interest if they're not already uh, established. Uh, also, shared interest in bed is nice. That's also a plus. Um, is there anything else we want to touch on before we wrap things up today? Um, I'm trying to think if I have any final thoughts. Um, Actually, quick question for anybody out there. Our producer, Michael, just got a fish tank. Um, he's debating between Michael. What are you debating? You you want to you want to get a crusty crab little figurine, right? No, no, wait. Before you talk about the figurines, what kind of fish are you most interested in putting in your new tank? Oh, uh, right. Um, side note for Barracuda. willing to spend yeah to send me some good like starter fish, starter little projects to start off on a nice like ten gallon tank. Feel free to send them to. I guess I don't know in the comment section of one of everything podcasts, and I'll be sure to take a look. No, just, you can just plug your your Twitter, man. It's fine. Okay, well for sure. Um, my name is gonna be uh, at Michael Alvarez, M C H L A L V R Z. Follow me on IG, Twitter, whatever. Serious question, Michael. How high are you right now? I'll say about like a solid seven point six out of uh, ten. Honestly. It's a long day. That's not impressive. <laughs> the reason we, we we brought Michael on is he brings uh, also a unique perspective from the uh, from the herbicidal uh, <laughs> from the herb- herbicidal. <laughs> from the herbicidal perspective. Um, and yeah, I know he's uh, th- again. Thank you, big shout out to Michael for lending us his facilities and le- allowing us to record the one of everything podcast today. This yeah, like I said earlier, this is our fourth different venue for recording. So second episode, fourth different venue, but um, we're working on becoming more established in your hearts and also in a location. <laughs> what a journey it's been, and, and and we're only growing. This is the first step in uh, a long journey for us. Yeah. Also, hit us up if you want to host us, because I mean, it feels like we're gonna record fucking different places. If you have a nice house, if you have a full fridge, got some good snacks, let us know. We are pretty mobile. Um, yeah, our studio is not yet established. We are a mobile studio. We can officially claim ourselves as a mobile studio right now. Traveling yeah, podcast. Yeah, believe it or not, Raw Dogs is not paying us very much for the single versus taken segment. So you wouldn't have think so, but you, you'd yeah. think they'd be big spenders, but nah, not really making much money off them. So you want to host us? Let us know. Uh, we'll I'll bring the white claws. Yeah. So uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for here uh, today, guys. Again, uh, we appreciate your guys' support so much. The One of Everything podcast is something that we're doing strictly for, you know, our own pleasure and happiness because this is what we like to do. We like to talk sports, movies, and just kind of like, you know, and just like bullshit with each other. But uh, we're super excited just kind of to put this, like, you know, bring it to life and kind of share it with you guys. Um, obviously, we appreciate your support. If you guys have any suggestions or feedback, we'd love to hear it. You know, we'd like, love to grow and improve, you know, and really just become part of your guys' lives. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say. Yeah, and, you know, what? I'm going to give everybody a homework assignment. I challenge all of you to share our podcast with at least one person. 
force them to listen to us. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, I know that there's some tangents that may interest you, may not interest you. I mean, honestly, reach out to us. Uh, we are the one of everything because yeah, we, what do you want to talk about? We honestly are so open to like discussion for things. Like, obviously, like we're not like Oscars people, but we're definitely going to talk about it. We're, we're not big, like, like Billie Eilish fans. But if, if that chick does something that's worth note, like we're going to have to mention it, you know, like, I guess that's just, that's just society today. So we want to be a part of you guys, be an outlet for it. And, you know, you know, be a part of comedy, be a part of your, your listening experience. And eh, that's pretty much it. I'm that's repeating myself. I'm repeating myself, but hell yeah. That's all I got, man. We're super excited. Listen to us. Make subscribe, s- subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe. Oh yeah. Subscribe to the SoundCloud. You know, we're still on SoundCloud. We're, st- we're working in the progress of moving everything over to Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, all, all the big streaming services. Yeah. Once raw dogs starts, pay- raw dogs, uh, Holy condoms. I can't remember. Uh, uh, uh shut the fuck up juice. Once they start Siegel pay- lawnmowers. Siegel also lawnmower. another sponsor. Yeah. Throwback. If anybody, I don't, I don't know how you would have got a, got whiff of our, our test run, but if you got whiff of our test run, Seagull lawnmowers. Uh, but yeah, um, we'll we'll be getting on those platforms sooner than later, hopefully. But right now, yep. follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on in- Instagram. Follow us subscribe, on Subscribe, like, and share. Subscribe, like, and share. Subscribe, and like, and share. I said it three times, so you will not forget. All that bullshit. All right, then. Let's wrap this up. Uh, hope you guys have a good week. And take care. Deuces. Bye. Me in, I got the charging, got they bras and rims.